Welcome to the inner room, a space where we ponder the inner movements of our heart to find God by finding examples and instructions in daily scripture readings. The emotions in our hearts can help us or hinder us in our spiritual journey. Open your heart, explore your emotions, and align thoughts and emotions with God's plans for you. When we learn to feel and align our emotions, we advance in our prayer life by loving more deeply, remaining in peace more often, and finding courage for the journey of life. My name is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and a big shout out to my son Marco Niño, producer of this podcast. Sit back or walk with us. You are most welcome here. Dear friends, we were telling the story of Emmaus and the two disciples that come to recognize Jesus in the breaking of the bread. And within the octave of Easter, we have that story that just seems like a rebounding of glorious rejoicing from the fear of all the apostles hiding behind closed doors and knowing that they were being persecuted. And the story we heard as well about the chief priests and the temple authorities saying we're going to pay off people to spread a rumor that it's untrue that the disciples had taken the body of Jesus. In that climate of persecution and fear, the Lord Jesus Christ is appearing with these unbound, energetic, loving peace that comes through doors, that knocks on people's perceptions, that lifts the veil of those that know and love him but that do not recognize him. Friends, we are invited in this Easter season for all the preconceptions we have about what it means to follow Jesus, to be lifted and to ask for the glory and the majesty of the Lord to fall on the temple of our lives and of our hearts the story of Emmaus shows that rebounding of faith and peace because as the Emmaus disciples are telling them that rec they recognize Jesus in the breaking of the bread, we have Jesus himself, while they're still speaking, standing in their midst and telling them and us, peace be with us. We can see that their response can be our response they are startled and terrified and they think they've seen a ghost. When the heavenly realm appears in our midst, when we have angelic visitations, when we open our eyes and our ears in our hearts to the Lord, we begin to see things and situations differently. We begin to see that Jesus had no judgment. And any time that we have judgment, we know that we are not in the presence of the Lord. I had a very difficult conversation with a dear friend this week. She's standing in the middle of a lot of hardship and she is looking at the situation from a heavenly perspective. And I was saying some things to her to hold her heart. And, it's, and I recognize how easy it is for me to fall into judgment and how I can utter things trying to help someone else that are judgmental when that is not what the Lord ever does. He never does anything like that. When uh, he doesn't judge the adulterous woman, he says, is anyone else judging you? No, then go. We must be aware of what we have to leave behind to give the Lord Jesus that full presence into our lives. The Lord shows us his hands and his feet and says, touch me and see me. 
Friends, touch me and see me is the invitation of this Easter season. And as they're doing that, they're touching him. They're still incredulous for joy and amazed, saying, Are you kidding me? Jesus is asking for food. We thought he was a ghost. So he says, These are my words. I spoke them to you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and Psalms must be fulfilled. And he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. And in the Acts of the Apostles, we see the transformation from those fearful people hiding behind closed doors to people that open balconies and proclaim boldly and cure the crippled man, which continues to be the story of these um, first week after Easter, where people are just wondering what is going on. And the, and the apostles have to give a speech. They're speaking to the priest, to the, the captain of the temple guard, the Sadducees. They're all confronting him. They're disturbed that they're teaching the people and saying, you guys say, crucify me. So what do they do? These authorities lay hands on Peter and John. They put him in custody. <clears throat> and on the next day, the leaders, the elders, the scribes assembled in Jerusalem with Annas, the high priest, Caiaphas, John, Alexander, all of the high priestly class, they brought them and they questioned them. By what power, what name have you done this? And Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, answers them and tells them that it was in the name of Jesus the Nazarene whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead. So judgment and telling the truth. Is Peter judging the people in the temple area that have high positions of authority by telling them you crucified them? No. There is a difference and a distinction between telling the truth and judging. We judge others when we <clears throat> hold a standard over them that is not the godly standard. But we call them to the truth when we say you crucified them or you left the house or you didn't do the dishes or you didn't pay your taxes, whatever it is that we haven't done or whatever it is that we have done that we shouldn't have done without judgment, but calling forth people to the truth of action or inaction. Today, friends, let us approach the throne of grace boldly as we pray for the prodigals and for the people in our lives that we've been asking the Lord to bring home. The Lord Jesus in Psalm 118 is this stone rejected by the builders. And in that psalm, we give thanks to the Lord for his good. His mercy endures forever. And the Lord grant pr prosperity and bless our lives in the name of Jesus. Bless our house in the name of Jesus. Give light to those that are looking for him in the name of Jesus. We make petitions from the silence of our heart in this Easter glorious season in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram under the inner room emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.